Look, we'll continue on our you know normal progression. Today will be a lot like yesterday, a lot more team emphasis, you know, getting the guys on the field, hearing the calls, lining up, executing, playing football. We're lucky we have a full officials crew here from the NFL today, so that always gives us good reinforcement back to our players, good communication with our players, make sure we're eliminating penalties. That's always a focus of ours. Tomorrow's a player's day off, so in terms of the rest of the day, we're going to make sure we have a good day on the field. We'll talk to the team briefly afterwards, get them off their feet, give them some much-needed rest, and then get them back here on Monday ready to work. So that being said, any questions you guys may have, I'm glad to answer Looks like there was a few guys that left uh, practice yesterday. Was that like a heat-related thing, like guys like Gary Brightwell and Afadi? And there's actually a lot of guys that are kind of planned based on where they are physically every day that we may bring out for Indy only, Indian teach. Some guys may be part of their rehab, whatever it is, and we bring them in for something extra. So it's all independent and different. Uh, nothing that I'm aware of heat-related wise. Nothing that's come across us. But there are different elements at this time of year that you know we get guys with different focus of practice, and then it's more beneficial for them to go back in the training room or the weight room while it's more empty and they can be kind of just focused one-on-one -on -one attention. What are you seeing from Kadarius? He's been on the field more these last few days. Yeah, he's obviously ramping up. He's doing more and more. I see a guy who's doing a good job taking from the meeting to the field. You know, for any young guy, it's important to demonstrate that you can just hear the call, relate it, and line up and play. He's been really good in terms of transferring the material, but then the details within the assignment, and that's been really good. Uh, I think he's a guy that obviously we've talked before that this guy really does love football. That shows up in just his energy on the field, the way he smiles and goes about it. Uh, look, it's exciting for us, for all these rookies when we get a chance to coach them. You know, having KT out there and doing more and more each day, he'd spent a time obviously ramping up. Uh, we're still phasing him in a little bit, but doing more and more each day, it's all been positive. Joe, um, I know it's more of a big picture and it might be a little too early, <clears throat> but when you look at crowds coming back into the stadium, yes. obviously Wednesday night's the first time you're going to have fans in the stands for that fan fest and then the preseason game. How focused are you of being able to simulate crowds, especially for the offensive line, because those guys really didn't have that last year? So it's actually a large part of how we're going to focus. So we went through this initial install. You guys hear it all the time. We have music and being in practice. That's not just for just noise and trying to get juice going. That's just forced communication. So we build it in through our individual and teaching periods. And then starting next week, we're going to carry it over a lot in the team periods as well. Anything that's going to come up in a game, whether it's you know, crowd noise, and you'll hear us out here blasting noise to just force the extra communication. Whether it's ball security, we put the grease balls out there early in practice, make sure they're extra slick so that we can handle the ball in the worst conditions. Uh, whether it's any kind of situation that's going to come up, we're going to always make sure that we present to the players in as challenging a manner as we can. So when we have the opportunity to execute it in the game, they've already been through it in as much of a simulated pressure situation as possible. We've got to try to make sure that we put them in a position that when they have an experience in the game, they've already had that experience in practice. Yo, I wanted to follow up with something I asked Jason about uh, the other day. Sure. You know, as far as the track, you guys didn't use a lot of pre-snap motion last year. And if you look at a lot of the best offenses, did use a lot of it. Is that something you think you guys should do more? Is there some philosophical reason why you didn't use it maybe as much as, as other teams? Look, I'm not going to delve into last year's offense. I will say we obviously had a large focus this year on things we have to do better as a team in all three phases. Um, obviously, each game plan for us is very independent, Dan. So some may have more motion and shift than others uh, based on you know the tempo we're playing at, based on the opponent we're playing against, based on the players we have available. Uh, that's something we're always going to look to use and implement. Uh, you look at our offense right now, you can obviously see this time of year is a lot of movement. It's great for our defense as well. forces communication on defense, and all the adjustments are going to show up. You know, Offensively, it forces our guys to break the huddle and handle multiples and start building on what they have to retain. In terms of what we're going to do game by game going forward, I couldn't give an answer on that right now. Uh, is movement part of our offensive package? It is, like any other team. And uh, we'll measure what we think is necessary per game plan as we get going. This just sort of become like a hot topic that, like, the, you know, in just the football world. Do you, does it put stress on the defense if you're looking at it from that way? Like, and obviously that would benefit your offense? 
I think anytime you create movement within defenses, it forces communication. I think the pressure turns into communication. It really goes back to Art's question about the noise and the external factors of how you can tie it all together. And anytime you can force communication, you can force adjustments, that's definitely something that gives you an edge. Now, it's on all three sides of the ball. You know, you have to have adjustments as well offensively based on what the defense shows you as well. The one thing that's very positive for our offense and defense is we definitely see a lot of different looks and multiples throughout training camp. You know, we've run a different kind of defense. We have a lot of different kinds of packages, whether it's different personnel, uh, whether it's different kinds of schemes. So, you know, Daniel and the offense, they get a really good look every day at different multiples. And then in terms of, you know, the, uh, the defense, they're obviously getting a good chance right now to see all the movements, the motions, how we're using personnel in different ways. You know, being aware of who's on the field. Again, how is Evan Ingram different than Caden Smith? That's important for our players to understand. It's the people league. It's all about the people, the coordinators, the people on the field, how they're using the players. So it's important not only to understand what the defensive call is, the offensive call is, but who are those people that you have to go ahead and play against and how do they play and what do they do to use them to be effective? Joe, what are the points of emphasis for your offensive line coming off of practice yesterday that was kind of sloppy? Well, the points are simple every day. We start with the fundamentals. It goes through individual periods. We have care of it in group periods and more competitive against the defensive line. The one-on-ones, the two-on-two, the five-on-four drills will do. And then we have to see it show up in team periods. You know, I've seen a lot of encouraging things from our offensive line and team periods. We've really done a good job of adjusting what the defense is doing and creating a good pocket. Um, there's some coaching points for receivers and quarterbacks as well that tie into things that sometimes may, you know, amplify what you see from the offensive line, but it takes all 11. You know, everyone's got to be on the same page and execute at the same tempo. So it's not always just one person's issue. It's not just the offensive line. It may be something else on the field that affected something a different way. But in terms of the offensive line, I am pleased with the way they're working, the way they're competing. Um, you know, we got a couple guys we're looking to get back as soon as possible. Uh, but that being said, we're coaching everyone we have on the field. I do see some daily improvement from them, but we got to be more consistent with that and keep going forward. A couple guys on the side just wondering, Chris Milton, Jaron Williams, Monte Hartridge, and Dante Pettis. Anything you can share on how those guys are doing? We should see a few of those guys in there today for a more individual and teach only, and then we'll kind of get them phased back in as much as we can. On the back end of this week, there's going to be a couple guys you'll see today that we're going to back off a little bit with the emphasis of being get them back for really next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So having the day off tomorrow, can we take a little bit more off them today? give them a little bit more rest time on their bodies and get them back for the early part next week. Is that what you did with Adoree yesterday? Was that like an Andrew Thomas just dialing back? Yeah, it was. That was that was pre-planned right there with Adoree yesterday based on some of the things he's done. He's had high loads earlier in the week. We just kind of look at the guy as a complete player in terms of what his body's been doing. We look at not only what he's done, but what we have coming up as well. I want to make sure they balance him as much as possible that we're still in a point in training camp that you know we got to acclimate these players and get them going forward. You know, It's not a 60-minute game yet for these guys. You want to come over and answer, Blake? No, 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 I'm going. All right, good. It's not a 60-minute game yet for these guys because they're not in playing shape yet. So we got to make sure that we don't just throw everything at them at once and have their bodies react adversely. We got to make sure we build them up. Two more when he was, you know, young. I guess younger. Uh, after the year off, does he look like the same guy um, what you're seeing out here from what you remember him from New England? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I'm really pleased with the way that Nate's playing right now. I really am. He's showing a lot of improvement every day. He's doing a lot of things that, you know, come up in meetings, whether it's me or the offensive line coaches that are emphasizing it. And, you know, he's carrying him over on the field. He had a couple of really good reps yesterday in one-on-ones that as you watch it, you don't just watch it in terms of, okay, did he win his rep or how did it go? But you look at it in terms of what technique did he implement? How did he go ahead and counter what the defensive line was using? You see something that maybe a couple of days before you say he's got to improve on that, and all of a sudden, boom, it flashes, shows up, and it's, he's taking that coaching point through the individual periods to the group, and now he's going ahead and pushing it forward. But, you know, Nate's done a really good job working for us. I mean, that year off, everyone's been away from football now for some time. Obviously, he missed the entire season last year. But I'll tell you what, now he's doing a really good job of working his hardest and get back in the swing of things. Uh, again, we're all starting over at this point, you know, so you can't carry over any momentum from last year. How 
how has Sam looked, Sam Beal looked after his year on? You know what? Same thing. He's working very hard every day. I see a lot of improvement from Sam on a daily basis. You know, we're always coaching our, all of our players, especially defensive backs in our football position, playing with good fundamentals. It's so much a reactionary game back there. We'd be in position to stick our foot in the ground, accelerate, either break up the pass, intercept the pass, or put ourselves in position to make a tackle in open field and not give up a big play. That's something I see Sam working on. We've emphasized him a good bit. He's doing a good job improving on those.